Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our 4th of July special. The new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out our articles and our featured guests. Bench-clearing brawls. All right? In baseball, it is an exciting type of event. Okay, when you have two teams that clear the benches because of a player getting beaned with a 99-mile-an-hour fastball, maybe there is some conversation going on between one player in the dugout and one player on first base, and they get at it. There's the occasional catcher and batter that get into it like Austin Romine and Miguel Cabrera did a few years back. There has been all of these incidents that can happen in a bench-clearing brawl, but a coach, and more importantly, a hitting coach, challenging a player to a fight, and then backing down and having his players set up a wall in front of that said hitting coach when that player confronts him, that's a completely different story. I mean... The Sports Angle, we are covered on the Astros Radio Network, CBS Sports, KSIX, 95.1, 96.1, and 1230 on the AM dial out there at Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area. But understand that recently what happened with Ramon Laureano and the Oakland Athletics, when he had that bench-clearing brawl and it was started by the Astros hitting coach, well, the reaction of that and the rep- and the and the cause and effect of what happened is this that hitting coach got a 20 game suspension which is the longest in MLB history ever given to a coach now did he did he deserve a 20 game suspension absolutely Do I think he was trying to rile up the Astros, trying to cause a little bit of extra motivation? Of course he was. But from my point of view, from my angle, I'm going to say that to have a hitting coach, first off, take a big step towards the player. If you go back and watch the video, he takes a step towards it. You know, he 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 buckles up his, uh, his pants. He just goes, all right, let's go. Okay, he's like, come on, let's go, let's go at it. All right, like he's provoking Loriano. All right, he takes a big step towards him. You know, he pretty much squares up. You know, he has that whole square base where it's like, all right, we're going to fight, right? But then the moment that Loriano says, let's freaking go, and he starts, he starts charging at him, 
And the Astros, they were already, already ready to go. You had those three players ready to attack, to defend their hitting coach. I have no problem with that. You want to defend your coach, you want to go after and make sure he doesn't get plump, uh, beaten to death or he doesn't want to get pummeled into the ground. Absolutely. The problem that I had is that you had a coach provoke a player because normally it's the pitcher and the batter or it is the batter and the catcher. Okay, there's normally those type of instances. Or if anyone has ever played baseball, you will know that the biggest instigators of all are the umpires, okay? The umpires cause more problems and more fights in baseball than anybody else, all right? And trust me, when a pitcher can go a little inside and the catcher misses and hits the uh, umpire in the nuts, uh, is it sometimes intentional? Well, we'll never say on air. The point I'm making and the point that I am trying to say is that when it comes to the Astros and it comes to the athletics and that incident that happened recently, I am fully in support of Loriano. Look, he charged the Astros hitting coach for the simple fact that the hitting coach provoked him. He instigated the incident. And you know what? If the hitting coach would have gotten involved, if he wouldn't have laid back and not swung, you know what? I would have been like, respect. But he just held back. But once the hitting coach, once the brawl was starting, go back and watch the clip. He pretty much just sits there and just goes, oh, look, there's a brawl going on. Huh. I mean, should I help somebody? Nah, I'm just going to stand here. That's fine. I'm just going to stand on the steps of the dugout. Oh, well, those guys are, you know, trying to tear each other's masks off, the two catchers. Uh, You know what? I'm not going to get involved. Like, that is what upset me, is that you provoke the incident, and then you don't even get in the fight yourself. Look, I'm not a Dodgers guy. I am openly, uh, I've openly admitted in the past that I am not a Dodgers guy. But when Lombard, who was one of the base coaches for the Dodgers a couple years ago, when he got into that brawl with the Giants, when he actually got physically involved, I had nothing but respect for it. Because, you know what, he didn't do what a lot of coaches do, and that's back down. No, he got into the action. He got into the situation. So, you had that situation, and you know what, let's focus on the Astros for a second. Now, had the Astros had a an average to below average season so far? Absolutely. They have not been the dominant powerhouse they were for the past three years. You know, I could just say, I wonder why, and then do a bang, bang, and you all would understand why. But actually, let's focus on the other variables with this situation. All right? I'm not going to say cheating. That's the easy way out. Let's actually dig a little bit. Now, you lost Justin Verlander. All right, that's a big blow to lose one of your aces. Garrett Cole, he's no longer there. He signed with the pinstripes. So just in that moment, you don't have two of your pitchers from your World Series team only a couple of months ago. You've got Zach Greinke, who's very solid, but when you only have one player instead of your trio, that is going to cause problems, and that's going to cause a lot of situations to develop in terms of depth in your starting rotation. Your bullpen... 
Now, your bullpen, I will say, has been shaky at times. But yet again, in Major League Baseball, that could be said about most bullpens. All right, most teams' bullpens are shaky at times. Some are better than the others. But majority of the situations that occur in Major League Baseball, bullpens will underperform at some instances. Then they'll get red hot, and they'll consistently hold, 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 then save. All right? They will have those type of games and that type of momentum. The Houston Astros, they are a little under, you know, they're around the 20% mark. They're around the quarter percent mark when it comes to the season so far. And look, they're not doing terrible. All right. They are not among the worst teams at MLB, which a lot of people thought was going to happen. All right. They're not towards that level, but they're not among the best teams either. They're in that average tier, which I say is perfectly okay. With what happened in the past offseason and all the scrutiny that developed with the Astros, really the best thing that could have happened for them is, A, getting a manager in Dusty Baker. I mean, he was a great player for the Atlanta Braves, and he was a good manager for the Chicago Cubs. All right? Dusty Baker, very solid veteran manager in MLB. Okay, so they went on and got him. They tried to keep a lot of their core together, and they did. Correa's still there. Bregman's still there. Altuve's still there. All right, you have George Springer. There are all of these players that have equally been in part of their core over the last four or five years. They've kept them solid. But with the starting pitching woes and them losing Verlander, them losing Cole, I I wasn't surprised that the Astros have have regressed just a little bit. But what I have been surprised about is that outside of the Joe Kelly situation and outside of uh, Ramirez from the Angels, there really hasn't been any serious retaliation against the Astros. Yeah, on social media, they get harassed all the time. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the self-policing of baseball. Okay? Baseball is that type of sport where the players all right, we'll deal with it, okay? If something goes wrong in MLB, it is not it is not Rob Manford who has to figure it out. It's the players themselves. The players, they'll look at Manford and say, you know what, you're not going to do it. We're going to take care of it. Joe Kelly did. Ramirez from the Angels, he did his own version of it. I'm just surprised there hasn't been more. Now, do I expect there to be more throughout the season? You dang right. I absolutely believe there's going to be more retaliations. And the best thing for the Astros to do, for everyone who's listening who are Astros fans, the best thing you can do is accept it. The best thing you can do if you're a batter of the Astros, if you get beaned, don't cause a huge commotion. Don't be called Correa and you know a, a trash talk Joe Kelly. Don't do that. How about you accept the fact that you're going to get beamed? Why don't you acknowledge the fact that, you know what, something happened three years ago that's leading up to what's happening now. So when you do get beamed, how about you just accept it, nod your head, and go walk to first base? Because if the Astros really want this to go away, how about you accept it, and how about you understand that this is a punishment from 2017 and you just move on. 
because the more you move on, the less it's going to happen. The more you break, the more it's going to happen. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco, and we'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the Gold Hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281.
This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio, R-O-C-C-O-C-E-L-L-I Radio. And follow the show on all social media platforms at The Sports Angle. Sports cities. There are cities that have been, you know, well-known for sports, okay? When you think about sports, you think about New York City. You think of Boston. You think of L.A. All right? You think of Dallas. You go with Houston. All right, Las Vegas is slowly building there. Give it time. But right now, there has been those cities that have always been linked to sports no matter what. And then there are sports that try to have cities associated with them. There are those cities that try to put sports on a pedestal and say, wait, look at us. Look at us. We have sports. Hey, we're cool. We're going to have a popular flag. We're going to put it inside the ground. And one of those cities just so happens to be a, a be linked to not just an MLB expansion, but if there ever was an NFL expansion, they also want to take a crack at it as well. And that is the city of Portland. Now, Portland, Oregon, I'm not going to get into the whole political aspect. We all know that it's a fire. We are Everybody's lit a match and basically set themselves on fire out there in Portland. We all know that the whole government officials and everything that's inside that city of Portland, they have no idea what they're doing. We already know this. We don't have to talk about it. However, if you're going to focus on sports itself, Let me tell you why Portland would be a terrible idea to have an MLB expansion team. Let me tell you why it would be an awful idea to have an NFL team out there in Portland. Okay? When you are building a team, when you are putting a stadium, a state-of-the-art stadium, in a downtown area like downtown Portland— You want to make sure that it's not going to get burnt down to the ground. You want to make sure that when you go to a game, you're not going to have the risk of getting violently beaten when you exit the parking lot. When you go to a game, you want to make sure that you don't have to exit the stadium and see everything on fire around you. Well, if you go to Portland, that's exactly what goes on around you. I mean, pretty much, they're lighting their own city on fire. I mean, when it comes to the Portland, Oregon, and everything that happens there, I can't think of any positive reason for why anybody would ever want to play in Portland, Oregon. I mean, when it comes to the whole downtown area, I don't understand why people would have want to have their family there because of the whole political climate. I don't know why athletes would assign to, to sign those million-dollar checks when, like I said, their homes could be lit on fire, they could be vandalized, they could get beaten violently by a bunch of protesters who are protesting nothing, by the way, might I add. And then you've got people who actually get paid to start violence. you got people who get paid money, actual money, to cause violence. Fake situations to happen. To make situations look like something's really happening when in actuality it is not. The problem I have with Portland and their whole political climate 
is that that would be the worst idea to ever put a brand new sports team. I mean, if I'm the Portland Trailblazers, if I had half a brain cell, I would say, here's my golden parachute. I'm moving to Las Vegas. Or you know what? Here's my golden parachute. I'm going someplace else. Because I would get the heck out of Dodge when it comes to Portland. All right? The situation that has developed there. And I've talked to people that are family members of mine who have lived in Portland. Oh, they've backed up everything I've said here. Okay? Portland has become a certain word I can't say on on air. All right? That is how bad it has become. And then you want to put an expansion team there. You want to put the Portland Beavers, for example, an MLB team inside Portland. That would That's the worst idea I can ever think of. And believe me, there were some terrible ideas like the Chargers moving to L.A. All right? I have heard some terrible ideas in the past couple of years. But having a Portland expansion team is high on that list. I mean, MLB, if you want money, if you want some blood money, how about you go and make a team in Charlotte, North Carolina? Okay? I mean, Charlotte, despite all the issues they have, they at least aren't going to burn down your town. All right? How about you take a team and put them in, I don't know, Las Vegas, Nevada? I mean, our political climate isn't the greatest in the world. And I obviously have a lot of complaints I could say about Las Vegas with me living here. But at least we don't every single day get up and protest about a bunch of stuff that that isn't real. Okay? We at least, if we built a stadium, we would know that at least it's going to be there for a while. Or if you don't want to go to Las Vegas, you don't want to go to Charlotte, how about you go to Graceland? How about you go to Music City And you go to Nashville, Tennessee. Look, I've been to Nashville. Nashville is a very nice place. I like Tennessee. Okay, it's a place that you could go there. And yeah, they have their problems too. Believe me, there's certain areas that are really not the greatest in the world. But they're at least not making an attempt to burn everything to the ground. At least they're not doing what uh, Michael Caine says in Batman. Some people just want to see the world burn. I mean, I feel like people are going to understand this. They're going to be able to relate to the fact that you don't want to go to a sporting event and have in the back of their mind the risk of coming to the parking lot and seeing your car lit on fire. You don't want to go to a sporting event and come back and basically hold a knife in your hand at all times in case someone comes out and attacks you. That is how bad the situation is out there in Portland. So I would not have any teams in Portland. If it was up to me, if I was the person in charge, I would tell Portland, all right, pick a city, and I'll put you there. You want to come to Vegas? All right, check mark. There's your passport. There's your location slip. All right, go. Oh, wait, you want to go to, oh, you want to go to Minnesota? You want to go to New Orleans? All right, there you go. All right, I would get Portland out uh, of the Trailblazers. I would get them out of Portland immediately. I wouldn't get an MLB expansion team there, and I sure as heck wouldn't put a 50,000-seat NFL arena in Portland. I mean, that would be even a worse idea than MLB. 
I mean, you're going to put that big of a stadium in downtown Portland. You're going to have that big of an idea in terms of expansion put into a market that does not care about sports. It cares more about protesting. A climate that is so awful that I'm convinced that I'm surprised people haven't left sooner. I wouldn't put an NFL team there. I wouldn't put a baseball team there. And that is my angle. Is that if you are in the city of Portland, if you're the Trailblazers, get out. If you're thinking to put an MLB team in the city of Portland, don't do it. And if you have the ludicrous idea of putting an NFL team in Portland, please check yourself into a mental asylum. Because I absolutely couldn't think of a worse idea than having an NFL team, a 50,000-seat stadium inside Portland. I mean, you want to talk about NFL expansion, how about we go to places like Orlando? How about you go to places like Brooklyn? Or maybe you go to places like San Antonio, all right? Cities that, once again, they have their own problems, but they are not as bad as Portland. You would at least have a stadium that would be secure, okay? You at least would have an environment that would be good for sports. So the point I'm making and the angle that I'm telling you is that when it comes to Portland, don't make an expansion team there for MLB, even though they're the odds-on favorite. Don't make an NFL team there, even though all these dirt sheets have said they want to put a Portland team in there. Instead, go to London. Instead, go to Mexico City. If you want to go to Canada, go to Montreal. Because I understand that they all have their faults, but they are not as bad as Portland. And now that we're talking about expansion, and we're discussing everything that it would take to put in the expansion team, I mean, you got to have the money. you got to have the backing, of course. That's step one. You have to have the city, and you have to have the government of that said city be willing to fork over all the money thanks to the taxpayers to be able to help out with the stadium. Unless you have a multi-billionaire who's willing to fork the bill himself. But mainly, the city government and all the taxpayers have to get involved and have to help out with it. Okay? Then, you gotta have the construction crews. Okay? You have to have a project and people who are gonna run that project. Once they set up the stadium, then you gotta have vendors. You gotta have people that are gonna work inside the stadium. And that is going to be, you know, a very multiple amount of people. It's not just going to be two people and you're done. You're going to need some more people. And then finally, after all of that's done, you're going to have to have a team to play in that stadium. It's a five-step process to make an expansion team. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco, and we'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. 
for freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. 755-4281. That's 800-755-4281.
This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Follow us on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. If you go to the chat, you can interact with your host, Rocco, live as the show is going on. And I want your voice to be heard. So, we're going to go to the chat on AMP TV. Here we go, AMP TV. Riots will move the stadium and deface it. Yes, Pitland is toxic. Fans will not be protected in Portland. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, Pitland. Uh, it's obviously a toxic place. And, you know, like we were talking about, um, even when we were on, on off air, like, look, I'm not saying that it's everybody in Portland. I said it's mainly downtown Portland where all this is happening. And downtown Portland is where a stadium would be. Because if you go Take a look at the ge- uh, ge- geography of most of the states that have NFL stadiums. Where do they put the stadiums? Downtown. They put it in the middle of town as their shiny new toy. It's like, hey, look, we got this stadium right here. And like you mentioned off air, Sonar, look, it, Portland is similar to, let's just say, Seattle. It's similar to Cincinnati. It's similar to... Chicago. Yeah, there are bad areas and there's a lot of places that have, you know, rioting and looting and they have all of these protesters that pop up. Now, I said this earlier. I'm not saying that it's everybody, but you can't deny that there is that section, that portion of people in that downtown area of Portland that ruin it for everybody else. There's that portion that make it impossible for stuff to get done. Similar with Seattle and what's going on with that uh, blockade and everything that's happened over the last uh, few months, month and a half. I mean, the whole Chicago situation with all the violence and all the shootings that's been going on that has gone up over the last three months, might I add. There has been all these situations that have happened, but I'm not saying that it's everybody, but there is a portion of them that ruins it for everybody else. And... It's unfortunate, but I think that's the sad reality is that there is a portion that ruins it for everybody else. I don't trust Portland or, as the person said in the comment section, Pitland. You know, I don't trust them. I don't think that it would be a good environment to have an NFL-type of stadium, having MLB-type of stadium. I do not trust it, okay? I am not someone who thinks it's the greatest idea to put a brand-new team there. All right. When it comes to Seattle, I mean, I'm curious to see how, for example, the NHL team is going to play, you know, with the crackheads and, you know, the in the crack house. OK, I'm curious to see how Seattle is going to perform, especially understanding that, look, the political climate isn't as bad as Portland, but they do have their own faults as well. I mean, the Las Vegas Raiders out here in the NFL, they're going to start to be playing without fans in attendance but they're going to be playing in Las Vegas. I mentioned in the last segment, Las Vegas isn't perfect. All right? We have our own plenty of problems, but we are not as toxic as Portland, okay? Look, Chicago has its own faults, okay? When it comes to shootings, it comes to violence, look, they have their own problems. But I'm not going to sit here and say that Chicago 
is among the worst of the worst, and they're not on the par of Portland. Okay, that's all I'm saying. All right, there is fault in other places, but you can't deny that when you have constant violence and constant uproar and constant interruptions of everyday life, that it's not going to be able to have a reliable suiting for uh, for an expansion team, MLB or NFL. I mean, Sonar, do you believe that realistically Portland could actually maintain an expansion team or do you think that it would ha- what would happen is what I said in the last segment that if you went to a game, there would be a risk that you would come back and your car would be set on fire. Well, there would be this, uh, this chance that you would go to the stadium, you have to have a knife in your pocket at all times in case someone comes up to you. Well, let me, let me put it this way. There, there was a, uh, a, a phrase out there that, that was going around social media that said, um, if, if rioters are coming after federal buildings and, uh, and everything else, these public uh, buildings, what's to stop them from entering your house and ripping you out? Well, the reason for that is desire. Nobody, nobody's going out there into individual houses and ripping people out. Nobody's going out there and, and finding random people in parking lots and burning random cars. That's not happening. Not yet. Sure. We haven't been hit by a meteor yet. We haven't fallen into the sun yet. Uh, coronavirus hasn't disappeared, but we'll be right eventually. Come on. From what I've understood... Is that, yes, they're attacking federal buildings. They're attacking landmarks. And landmarks, by the way, is something else that has been attacked very dominantly during this whole protest that's happened. Like, I feel like it's been 30 months, but really it's only been two and a half. But from what I have understood about all these protests and all these protesters, they don't care about the people that are around them. They do not care. And I can't say a certain word on air. But they do not give a you-know-what about people's safety. They're there to cause as much chaos as humanly possible. Now picture this. Let's say that you are going to a baseball game, and it is the Portland Beavers, and they're going up against the Oakland Athletics, for example. And you've got 14,000 people inside that MLB stadium. You're telling me that those protesters wouldn't want to make a statement you're telling me that they wouldn't have a game going on. They wouldn't sit there and go, now it's our time to shine. I mean, I guarantee that there would be no bigger stage to cause problems than an actual baseball game. Yeah. Why do you there think would- terrorist organizations go after large groups, go after big buildings, shoot? Why do you think people in Vegas get shot up at a country concert? Yeah. There are targets out there. When you're in a large group, absolutely you are a target. When you are out there in in just the world, 40,000 strong, sitting somewhere. Yeah, at any time, somebody could get out of their cars in the middle of San Diego traffic and just start flipping stuff. But again, you have to have the intent. Yes, we all have the capability to to uh, to murder and maim and and burn and everything else, but without the intent, 
there's no real threat. There's no intention of messing up a football game. There's no intention of ripping people out of their homes. There's no intention or desire for that. There is no intent to take people out of their homes unless it's someone that has uh, negatively said something about you. Or if you're someone on social media who has said something negative about Antifa, for example, oh, they'll drag you out of your home and beat the crap out of you. Yeah, if you are uh, in a blue uniform, absolutely. Those people take more people out of their houses and attack more people inside their houses than any looter. Yeah, I was talking about social media and how there's actually been confirmed reports in the past where there are people who have publicly gone against those type of groups on social media. They have gone up against Antifa. They've gone up against, you know, Black Lives Matter. They have said stuff about them on social media. And how convenient about a couple of days later, you see videos of them get beaten the crap out of uh, near their home. You see them in front of their front lawn getting beaten the crap out of. I mean, we've seen those type of videos over the past couple of months. I mean, look, Portland has that type of mentality of, you know what, if you don't bend the knee and you don't agree with what we're saying, then we are going to literally bend the knee and beat the crap out of you. I mean, it's what they do. It's the type of mentality that they have. So would I want to build something there knowing all of the violence that could happen? No, I would not. But yet again, MLB only cares about blood money. MLB only wants stadiums and, oh, who could give me the most money? Hey, wait, why is, why is there blood in this money? Oh, it's a billion dollars? Oh, great, I'm going to put it in my pocket. Like, MLB does not care about all these political agendas. They don't care about any of this. As long as you give them enough money, they'll look the other way. Which, by the way, I think is the most arrogant thing that you can do in sports. But what I'm pointing out is that with MLB, if they were going to do the right thing, don't put a team in Portland. Put a team in Charlotte. Don't put a team in Portland. Put a team in Nashville. Maybe put a team in Las Vegas. Like I said, we're not the most, you know, uprising, you know, oh, we're not goody old boy. We're not the best of the best, but we're nowhere near Portland. Okay, we haven't stooped that low to that level. That's all I'm saying is that I wouldn't want to put an environment like that into a sports team. I wouldn't want to build a brand new stadium in that type of environment. I mean, for anybody who's lived out here in Las Vegas, the people who are listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, you'll know that they've had T-Mobile Arena built. They've had Elite Stadium built and they were all built and it was very good. Just throwing that out. That's it, the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco, and we'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? 
Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out our articles and our featured guests. The NBA, they've done the bubble. And they've done their own version of a quarantine. Okay? We've had all of this be brought up in the past. But the NBA has decided that, you know what? We're going to give out some participation trophies. 
you know what we're going to do in order to appeal to all these players? We're going to give out of a MLB bubble player. Okay, the best player from the bubble. Here you go. Here's a partisan Payson trophy. Oh, we're going to have an all-NBA first team for the bubble? Hey, you five players, here's a ribbon. There you go. Nice job. Like, to me, it's pathetic. It is pathetic that they're only playing, by the way, eight games. I'm going to repeat that again. Only eight games are being played in this bubble. But yet, the NBA feels like they need to give them a pat on the back. The NBA feels like they need to give them a good old, all right, you did great, son. Like, the NBA has decided, you know what, we are going to have their egos get inflated just a little bit more, and we're going to give them the best player in the bubble award. We're going to give an all-NBA bubble team award. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous that, you know what, the NBA is trying to pander More and more and more. So you know what? We're going to give out more trophies. We're going to give out more accolades. We're going to give out more, you know, achievements to all these people. So that that way, when you go onto their Wikipedia page, hey, I was the NBA bubble MVP. Even though I only played eight games, but I was the NBA bubble MVP. Look at my picture, guys. To me, it's a joke. It is an absolute joke that the NBA is going to give these players awards for only eight games of play. And for people who bring up NBA Summer League because I'm in Las Vegas, yeah, I don't agree with the NBA Summer League MVP as well. Just because you play a handful of games here in Las Vegas during the summer does not mean you get to be MVP. Just because you've played a handful of games during Summer League doesn't mean you have to have an all-NBA first team. All right? To me, it is just another excuse for the NBA to give players accolades. It's just a reason for the NBA to say, you know what, we need more exposure, so we're going to come up with these fake awards. And you're talking about fake awards. I already talked about how the NBA Most Improved Player should be crossed out and said with the NBA Most Popular Player. Okay, that's a fake award. Coach of the Year? I mean, when is the last time the Coach of the Year not gone to a team that isn't top two in the NBA? I mean, if anybody who wants to do their research and prove me wrong here, But when is the last time the NBA gave a Coach of the Year award to a coach that actually was a fifth seed, a sixth seed, a seventh seed in the East or the West? A team that was towards the bottom of the league and worked their way into the playoffs. Because normally, they give it to a team that's ranked first or second in the East or the West. And why is that? Because they got the spotlight on them. Fake award. The whole general manager of the year, once again, they normally give the general manager of the year award to a, to a general manager who's among the top three in the NBA. I mean, they do it almost every single year. 
They don't give it to the actual general manager who's been busting his butt trying to make his team better. No, he is a general manager who did that maybe three years ago, but now he is just accepting the award because, hey, look at the accomplishments I did three years ago. I'm finally getting a pat on the back for it. Fake award. The NBA Sixth Man of the Year, I mean, which is pretty much just the Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford Award. I mean, how many times have those two guys won this trophy? I mean, I feel like Lou Williams, even if he retired, he would still somehow find a way to win the NBA Sixth Man of the Year. I mean, when you're giving a trophy to the same two guys all the time, what's the award? Just pretty much just name it the Lou Williams Award and just keep giving it to him every single year until he retires. Fake award. The two awards that I have always said is an actual award in the NBA is the NBA MVP and the NBA Rookie of the Year. Okay? Because the NBA MVP showcases the best player in the NBA by the media. Not by the players, not by the people who actually would know the game, the media. And then you got the NBA Rookie of the Year, a.k.a. the popularity contest from the draft earlier in that year. Okay? The NBA really should only have two awards. And before anyone says, what about baseball, Rocco? You're a big baseball guy. Yeah, I agree. They shouldn't have that many awards in MLB anyway. Cy Young, MVP, and Rookie of the Year. I have always said this. MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year. You don't need, you know, the Sportsmanship of the Year award. You don't need, you know, all these trophies that are signifying this guy was the leader in this category. This guy's the leader in that category. They're just padding the runtime for the MLB award show. Just like the NBA. They're padding the the, the runtime for the NBA awards show they do every single year. Now, I've never watched it because I have important things to do than watch NBA awards shows. But the same rule applies to the NFL. I have watched one time, four years ago, the NFL honors show. Okay, outside of the offensive, uh, offensive player of the year, Defensive Player of the Year, and then the MVP, that's really all you need. Okay, at the most, you should have five trophies for the NFL. At the most. Rookie of the Year, Offensive, Defensive, rookie uh, Player of the Year, and then MVP. Okay, that's really all they should ever do in the NFL. Not these Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Not these... Oh, congratulations, you're the best quarterback award. Congratulations, you're the best running back award. You know, I could be in the minority here, but I think all these award shows are pretty much just saying, hey, here's a pat on the back, here's a trophy, and then put it in your bookcase. All right, here is a trophy, put it on your wall. I mean, we all know as kids what we used to do. We'd put it on our dresser. We'd put it on our nightstand. We'd have all our trophies piling up in the corner. I mean, the NFL is pretty much the same thing. 
Like, they create all these trophies so the players can make themselves feel good about themselves. It's just like the NBA. They do all these trophies so all these players get inflated egos and get a bigger paycheck the next offseason. Because, look, I was this award winner. MLB is the same way. The Gold Glove and Silver Sluggers, I'm in a minority on this among baseball circles. I have always feel like this should have died out back in the 90s. Like the Silver Slugger and Gold Glove at every single position, I have always felt like is an outdated practice. Okay? I've always believed that having all these players have all these Gold Gloves and all these Silver Sluggers, they're nice and they pad their stats. But what does the Hall of Fame really care about? They care about MVPs. If you're a if you're a uh, pitcher, they care about those Cy Young Award winners. Okay, that's what they care about. They care about those All Star appearances, which I'm not going to get to the All Star game, but they care about those type of statistics. All right, they care about how many World Series championships were you a part of. I mean, those really all they care about. Yeah, Gold Glove and Silver Sluggers are an added bonus, I guess. But they're not really the main accolades for the MLB Hall of Fame. Someone with the Basketball Hall of Fame. I mean, you have all those awards like Sixth Man of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. And it's all about padding stats. What does the Basketball Hall of Fame care about, by the way? They care about championships. They care about MVPs. And they care about all-star games. All right? That's really what they care about at the end of the day. NFL, Pro Bowl appearances, Super Bowls. And they care about, okay, have you won an MVP? Uh, I mean, unless you're someone that testified against them during the whole um, concussion protocol. And during the whole concussion uh, scandal. Because they won't even let you in the Hall of Fame. Because apparently, you went against the NFL and you're not allowed to do that. The NHL, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Oh, by the way, let's get back to the awards for a second before I get into the Hockey Hall of Fame. The NHL awards, I have never believed that they need all of these awards for the NHL. Okay? The Vesna for the best goaltender, absolutely, I believe that should be there. The Norris for the best defenseman, that should be there. The Art Ross for the most points, okay, I understand the reasoning. And the Hart Trophy for the MVP, of course. And then the Calder for Rookie of the Year. I have taken, that feels like 12 awards, and I've broken it down into five. Those are the five essential trophies in the NHL. Not the Lady Bing. I mean, the Lady Bing is nice, but, I mean, is it really a necessary award? Okay? The Selkie, I've never really understood why this is an award to begin with. There are all these trophies like the Jennings, all these trophies that are associated with the NHL, like the Bill Masterson. I sit there and go, they're not needed. All you need, Calder, Vesna, Hart, Ross, and Norris. Okay, that's really all you need in the NHL. Just like in the NFL, MVP, Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year. NBA, all you need is the MVP and Rookie of the Year. MLB, Cy Young, MVP, and Rookie of the Year in both leagues. 
That's really all you need when it comes to trophies. I mean, when you add all of these extra trophies, you're adding the runtime, by the way, but you're also padding the stats to have players' egos get inflated and get a bigger paycheck at the end of the year. I mean, that's my angle, is that you don't really need all these trophies. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. So long, everyone. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA. Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844-759-7732. <sighs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.